0: Hi everyone and welcome to another broadcast of Faith Life with Pastor Earl and friends. I trust that you are focusing your faith and your intention on the one who loves you and gave his life for you. We have studied for weeks the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ. Truthfully, it was authored by the Holy Spirit and written by John, God-breathed Word, John the Beloved. As we continue studying, we're going to be looking now at the epistle of First John. John the Beloved was commissioned by God to write. The Gospel of John, wonderful, powerful book, all about Jesus. First, second and third John, how to walk in fellowship with the Lord. And it's almost like a manifesto for disciples of Jesus. And then, of course, the wonderful prophetic book of the revelation of Jesus Christ. John refers to himself as the disciple that Jesus loved. He loved Jesus and he knew that Jesus loved him. A great picture that should be in your mind is at the Last Supper. There is John the Beloved and he's leaning on Jesus' breast. And on the other side of the picture you have Judas. One was loyal to Jesus, the other was disloyal to Jesus. And I hope that if you are a Christian, you are in these last days being loyal to Jesus Christ. Well, as we look at 1 John, let's just look at two verses today. 1 John, we're gonna talk first of all about the preeminence of Jesus and the person of Jesus. There was a group that was going around during the time of John, called the Gnostics, to know. And they felt that Jesus was just like a phantom. But John is going to let them know that he is very real. And that John was an eyewitness of Jesus. In fact, if you'll study John the Beloved, not John the Baptist, but John the Beloved, you will find that he's faithfully there at almost every event that Jesus had. So he begins this epistle by saying, that which was from the beginning, or he who was from the beginning, now, when we say the beginning, we're talking about even before the incarnation of Jesus, when he manifest himself, when he came through the Virgin Mary, we find that Jesus was here beforehand. We believe in the pre-existence of Christ. That means that in eternity past, there was the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Genesis 1, 26, it says, God said, let us make man in our image. Not a plurality of gods, but a plurality of persons. God in three persons, one being, then we have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But Christ was here in eternity past. He had not yet manifest himself in the flesh as he did. And John expounded on that in the Gospel of John, which says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God and the word was God. Then verse 14, and the word, Lagos, the divine expression of thought, the word was made flesh, that's the incarnation of Jesus, and it says, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as the, of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So in the, the epistle, rather, of 1 John, we see the preeminence of Jesus, that which was from the beginning. He was from the beginning. It says, which we have heard, which we have heard. You cannot be just a phantom or a person's Imaginary friend, etc., or a ghost, and be able to speak. John said, We have heard him. I actually heard him. John was an eyewitness. He heard him speak publicly. He was with him privately for several years, as we know. And he says, we've heard him. So anybody that would say he's just a phantom John as an eyewitness says, I heard him. That which we have, what does it say? Seen. That which we have seen, he was an actual eyewitness. And that which we have looked upon. There's a really neat Greek word for looked upon, it's theomai. Oh and it's the idea of like you would see a theater play and you would not be like now where we take movies and shows and all that for granted, but you would just be so enamored by what you saw. And John saw Jesus do miracles. He saw him uh, touch blind people. He saw him heal those that had diseases, saw him touch the lame. And so he says, I have seen him, Theomai. I have looked upon him. That means carefully examining him. And then he says, our hands have handled. Imagine John being a disciple of Jesus, walking with Jesus, talking with Jesus, listening to Jesus, going places with him, and then at the Last Supper, even leaning against Jesus, he says, we have touched him. So think of the senses, the the hearing sense, the feeling, the touching, the seeing, all these things, they are proof that an eyewitness has actually seen our Lord. He has examined him and found him to be true, and he has touched him, he's experienced our Lord. For instance, if you ever met me or saw me in church or at a shopping center or any place like that, and someone said, have you ever seen Pastor Earl, does he exist? And you would say, yes, I've, I've talked with him, I heard him, I saw him. And I said, there's nobody like him, and I'm not exalting myself. You just would maybe look at me with that Theomai, and you would say, yes, I've really seen him. I shook hands with him. We gave each other a, a good hug. I've experienced being around him. So if somebody said, I didn't exist, you would say as an eyewitness, you're not telling the truth. Well, John was an eyewitness, and he says, our hands have handled, he's experienced it. And then it says, of the word of life, the word there is the word as I shared, same one found in John's Gospel, chapter 1, and the word is logos, which means a divine expression of thought. Do you want to see God? Look at Jesus. He is the embodiment of God, the love, the kindness, generosity, the miracle-working abilities of the word of life. Now, the idea for life, there are several Greek words. One is biological life, bios. And then there's another one, and that is zoe life. I have a granddaughter named Zoe. And it means just uh, a beautiful life, uh, an active life, truly living. When you met Jesus, he was full of life full of God because he was fully God. In the second verse, though, of 1 John 1, it says, For the life, this Zoe life, this vital, powerful, personal life, was not a phantom. It says the life was manifested here is Jesus in his incarnation. It says in John's Gospel 1 and verse 14, and the word, logos, became flesh and dwelt among us. So John is essentially saying that in the second verse, the life, Zoe, was manifested, revealed. And he says, and we have seen it. Now he's talking plurally, he's not just talking himself individually. There were the other disciples that had seen him. There were those that Jesus preached to and taught, and even his adversaries would say, yes, there was a physical, historical character, a human being, only there was something about Jesus that was not just human, he was also divine. 100% humanity, 100% deity. You say, well, how is that possible? Well, Jesus was born of a virgin. If he was born of Mary and Joseph and the seed of Joseph, he would have carried a sinful nature for the sinful nature is passed through the male seed. But here it tells us that the life was manifested and we have seen it. Plurally, disciples, those that Jesus fed, 5,000, 8,000, many people had seen him. And he says, and bear witness. The word for bearing witness is the word martyr. Jesus came, he bore witness of the life of God in what he spoke, how he handled himself, how he loves us, how he healed the miracles that he did, the life was manifested, and the uh, disciples said, we plurally have seen it. And now we bear witness. We bear witness. That's what we do every time we give our testimony or every time we share the gospel. It's kind of like when Jesus touched the blind man and people were questioning, well, how did this happen? And what exactly happened? He says, well, To tell you the truth, I can't really figure it out. Those are my words, but he said this, all I know is I was blind, but now I can see. A changed life is the greatest evidence of the reality of Jesus. Jesus has changed my life and millions of others. And if you've received him as your savior, you know that Jesus changed your life. So he says, "He we bear witness, and now we show it unto you. That's the purpose of this broadcast, to show you this Jesus who is Zoe Life. And he loves you so much. And he wants you to repent of your sins and receive Christ. And it says, and to show unto you that eternal life. This life is so temporary. Jesus was not just a good man or a good preacher or a good prophet and then lived and died. He was somebody that had possessed, he did possess eternal life and he imparts that to us when we repent and receive him eternal life Zoe life forever and ever and ever this life is full of pain hardship, heartache suffering, difficulties setbacks, all those things but after this life is gone we will have eternal life you have it as a true believer already within you, but you will live in eternity with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And he says, which was with the Father. The idea with is face to face with the Father and was manifested or revealed unto us. We're gonna continue our study in the next um. Uh, Broadcast, and this is Pastor Earl saying thank you for listening to Faith Life with Pastor Earl and friends. If you'd like to receive this Jesus, the Bible says, but as many as received him, to them gave He the power, the authority to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Would you like to receive him right now? Say this prayer with me. Mean it from the bottom of your heart. Say, Lord, I realize that I am a sinner. And I repent of my sin. I change my mind, my will, and my direction. And I receive you today as my Lord and Savior. Help me to live for you, love for you, and give my life for you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you'd like to contact me, you can use my email, charisman, that means graceman, C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A-N, 1234 at gmail.com. Let me know you've received Christ. Let me know if you have any prayer requests. Let me know if you would like to contribute to this broadcast and the furtherance of the gospel. Also, my um, cell you can text me at is three eight six texts only three eight six seven nine five eighty four ninety four. Now may God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And just know this, that God loves you very much and I love you as well.